his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. I guess that must be my cue. Seven ball, side pocket. All right. Good to have you with us this afternoon. Jimbo for Bobby Mack. This entire week, it's Labor Week, not Labor Day, for the Bobster, and good for him. He's earned it. This is 106.3 WORD, the Upstate's talk station. Also 106.3 WORD.com and 101.5 FM in Anderson, and 95.1 FM in Clemson, Pickens, and Seneca. We only brought in two additional FM transmitters, so Clemson, Pickens, and Seneca, you have to share. Our Ingalls Advantage talk line is 1-800-347-1063. 1-800-347-1063, the Common Sense Retirement Planning text line, 71307-71307. Let's see who is uh, texting here. Uh, let's see, Al Harp on Sharpton said what? He'd best be careful. He'll lose liberal privilege and he'll have to pay his taxes. Well, yeah, seriously, uh, I, I was, I was amazed. Uh, as I say, I don't believe ever, and I've been on the air quite a while, but I do not believe ever I have before said kudos to Al Sharpton on the air or, or off the air. Jimbo, Joe Biden's steadfastness on issues is very flexible. Always has been. Always has been. He just has not been a person of strong views except one view, uh, elect me. And and that one he hasn't pursued very well except in Delaware. Delaware has pretty much loved Joe Biden over the years. I don't think he's ever had a serious challenge since he first won that seat back in 1972 before leaving office in 08. But... Uh, that's about uh, about it. Whichever way the party's going, well, that's that's just uh, just fine uh, with the good old Joe here. Let's see. Texter says so. Uh, Joe didn't pick the best vice presidential candidate possible. Instead, he chose the person who would be the best vote getter for his presidential campaign. Really? Does that not just tell you everything about Joe Biden's character that you need to know? He is in this for himself, not the country. Uh, true. Uh, it, to the extent that I, I do honestly believe he is in this for himself even more than most politicians. But uh, the best vote-getter? She couldn't win votes for herself. Uh, the day, the one thing that Biden needed desperately was enthusiasm and the most unenthusiastic following of, of virtually any major candidate for the Democratic nomination this past year plus uh, was uh, Kamala Harris. And let's not forget that back in the beginning, say around uh, oh. Uh, about a year ago, say September of of, uh, of 2019, 
Harris was right up there at the top of the list. She was up there with, with Biden for the, the nomination. Oh, Senator from California, young, relatively speaking, attractive, blah, blah, blah. And, and it just fell through the floor. Her campaign went nowhere. I can guarantee you that once Biden chose to pick Harris or whoever, whoever picked it for him, I know, picked her for him. Uh, but, the, but the word went out to Harris, yeah, we want you to be the running mate. We'll run your campaign. Your sister obviously doesn't know how to run a campaign since she blew yours for the presidency. You just read this speech and you go where we tell you to go. Uh, because uh, she did, did not, she's had a good track record in California, certainly, San Francisco DA, state attorney general, U.S. senator. She's a lot like Biden. On her home turf, she's uh, fairly unbeatable, but uh, beyond that, uh, not a great deal. So, anyway, uh, for what it's worth, the Nobel Peace Prize, wow, seriously. This isn't even the Nobel Peace Prize in chemistry, this is the actual Nobel Peace Prize. Not that he's getting it, mind you, but he's been nominated for it by a relative conservative, that is to say, by Norwegian standards, a conservative, which would be sort of like Bernie Sanders. <laughs> but anyway, this comes after the president helped broker the, the peace deal between Israel and the United Arab Emirates. The president's been nominated for the 2021 Nobel Peace Prize. Uh, this is the same guy, this uh, Christian Tybring Jetty, a member of the Norwegian parliament, and as I say, by Norwegian standards, a conservative who also nominated Trump back in 2018 for his uh, uh, Singapore summit with Kim Jong-un of North Korea. And, of course, Trump did not win that time either. Uh, there is not enough teeth gritting possible. Not enough teeth gritting possible for the Nobel Prize Committee to say, Okay, President Trump, you can have the prize. No, they would they would crack the enamel before they, they could go that far. No, he got the nomination. Uh, good for him. Uh, but uh, And he earned it. I mean, there are some years, honestly, when uh, not much really happened piecewise in this world, and you give out the prize, it's, it's kind of a nothing, like when Barack Obama said all of the right things that were politically correct in terms of platitudes, and they, they gave him the prize for, I guess, what he, he might possibly do someday to bring about peace. I, I suggested at the time that they also, we, that the uh, United States should give Barack Obama the uh, Medal of Honor for what he might have done had he landed at Omaha Beach in 1944. But we didn't go ahead and do that. So anyway, uh, some years, there's not much going on. Other years, you've got maybe more than one event. You have a real contest based on, on handing out the Nobel Peace Prize for merit, there's a real contest. And sometimes there's one submission, one candidate who stands out, and you'd have to say that this deal that uh, President Trump brokered would have to be the one. I mean, seriously, this is only the third time an Arab state has, uh, has agreed to this with, uh, with Israel, Egypt and Jordan being the other two, and it's been like half a century since they did. So... Uh, good for him. I, he, he ought to win it. He won't, but he really ought to win it. Yeah, Jimbo uh, says this texture, the Democrats suddenly hate the Nobel Peace Prize. Well, they're not thrilled about it. But uh, on the other hand, again, it's one thing to be nominated, and a lot of people can, can do nominations. But it's something else, again, uh, to actually get the prize. And that's when I will I will be doing backflips in the middle of traffic on I-85 if he, if he wins it. Let me take that back. You know, it, there's always the outside chance <laughs> that he might win it. <clears throat> Since I'm not going to do backflips in the middle of traffic on I-85, uh, I'll just uh, take that one back. But 
I'd almost almost put that down. That's how, how certain I am that, that he will not be given the Nobel Peace Prize because the Nobel Peace Prize committee just really doesn't like most things Trumpian at all. No. But good for him. I mean, that's an actual recognition uh, by a person, by the way, this uh, Tybring uh, Jetty, Christian Tybring Jetty, is a man who is not a, uh, a Trump fan, although we've nominated him twice for the Peace Prize. But uh, he says, quote, I'm not a big uh, Trump supporter. The committee, the Nobel Peace Prize Committee, should look at the facts and judge him on the facts, not on the way he behaves sometimes. The people who have received the Peace Prize in recent years have done much less than Donald Trump. For example, Barack Obama did nothing, unquote. Well, <laughs> you got to give him that. So, uh, yeah. But I'm, I'm happy for him. I, I really am. Uh, and it's something that he can point to. And uh, good. I'm 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 pleased that he got that recognition. Just the nomination—that's as much as he's going to get. But I'm I'm happy for him, and uh, and he earned it. And uh, again, uh, the president has been working on these fronts. He, he doesn't often get credit for this kind of effort, but he he has made efforts in this regard. And if people could ever get away from this constant "I hate Trump," uh, he's a racist, uh, xenophobe, this, that, whatever, and just start looking at what he does, and he does good stuff. And mark my words, more than a few voters of color are going to say, you know, my family has not been this well off, or they weren't this well off before the pandemic, ever, ever, ever. The economic client he created, my family was doing better than ever. And uh, and now things are, are, are looking up somewhat. I mean, uh, we, we've already seen, for example, uh, the uh, unemployment uh, figures uh, have dropped to 8.4%, which is, is pretty good. Uh, so that that economy may come may come charging back, not at all impossible. So I, I'm really serious that I think that uh, you're going to find more than a few people surprised at where he gets votes. Uh, it is uh, it's not impossible that, that Donald Trump can uh, surprise an awful lot of people at where he gets votes. All right, uh, this is Jim Bohannon in for Bob McLean at 106.3 WORD, now on 95.1 FM in Clemson, Pickens, and Seneca, 101.5 FM in Anderson, and everywhere on the Radio.com app. The time now is 415. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. Call from Mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. 
Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. How do you do? How do you do, everybody? Thanks for being with us here at 106.3 WORD, the Upstate's talk station, where the time is now 421. And a good afternoon to you. The midweek, September the 9th, we are now past Labor Day. And uh, whatever comes, still comes. But uh, it didn't uh, certainly uh, arrive in the manner that I expected that it would. All right. Let's uh, remind you of how to reach us here. 1-800-347-1063 is the Ingalls Advantage talk line. The Common Sense Retirement Planning text line is 71307. 71307. I want to remind you of something that I think is a very important thing. The voter registration Sunday that MyFaithVotes.org is mobilizing at churches around the country. This is the second annual MyFaithVotes.org voter registration Sunday. This will be a week from Sunday. It'll be September the 20th. And churches should find out more about this. Uh, Jason uh, Yates is uh, the person who is uh, uh, pursuing this at uh, myfaithvotes.org. It's uh, a nonpartisan organization that mobilizes people of faith to vote in local, state, and national elections. And again, the second annual National Voter Registration Sunday will be September the 20th in an effort to register Christians to vote in the upcoming November national and local elections. And the initiative provides hundreds of churches across the U.S. with the necessary training and resources for hosting their own voter registration drives and motivating their congregations to base their votes on biblical principles. So again, myfaithvotes.org, myfaithvotes.org. And uh, it's, a, it's a worthwhile uh, gathering. It is uh, a, a, a worthwhile uh, organization, and I think that... Uh, that uh, you, the people should uh, should be aware of that, and uh, if you are active in uh, in a church, that I, I think you will find that a lot of people would be uh, uh, more than happy uh, to, uh, frankly, sign up and and make the effort. It, uh, it it's a good, uh, reasonable, and a worthwhile effort, and uh, uh, it's just not something that, that can be uh, ignored or uh, uh, overlooked anymore. Honestly, it, it just uh, it just really can't. Uh, it, we've uh, reached a point in our history where people have got to get involved, and uh, that that matters a great deal. So I hope that uh, uh, you will uh, uh, tell the people at the uh, the church that you attend to uh, check out what is available at the website myfaithvotes.org, because uh, it is an important thing, and it's uh, uh, vital that, in fact, we, we do all we can to get everybody to vote. Uh, that uh, uh, Sunday uh, Sunday night, I guess it is, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll tell you more about, uh, about uh, the group MyFaithVotes.org on my uh, Best of Bohannon program. Best of Bohannon this Saturday, Sunday night at, uh, from 8 till 10 p.m. here on 106.3 WORD. Our guests uh, this Sunday night will be uh, in the uh, 8 p.m. hour, Ken Buck, 
He's a Colorado congressman. He'll look at, at efforts to try and protect national monuments in this country from the scourge of the, the vandals and the cancel culture. That's at 8 Sunday evening. And then at 9 Sunday evening here at 106.3 WORD, uh, Andrew Angievsky from OpenTheBooks.org. Open the Books is a group that goes after waste and spending, and they do a, a pretty thorough job of it. So uh, protecting our monuments at 8 and Open the Books at uh, 9 this Sunday on uh, 106.3 WORD and the uh, the Best of Bohannon. Always appreciate having you uh, tune in and uh, check out what we have going on there. Noting the uh, the economy, the latest job numbers, have blasted past predictions because a lot of people thought that uh, that uh, we were just mired in this virtually perpetual uh, economy of uh, of a downward spiral. Well, no. As a matter of fact, the latest economic report found the economic uh, figures very improved. The unemployment rate down sharply from 10.2% to 8.4%, far better than expectations, way below the key level of 10%. And the economy added 1.4 million jobs in August. That's down a bit from July as the pace of new hiring slowed down just a bit. There will be only one more unemployment report before the presidential election in November. So with so much uncertainty about the impact of the pandemic, many employers aren't sure if they can rehire employees who had to be laid off. But in any event, that sounds more like the V-shaped recovery that many people have predicted, and I think with great reason. Honestly, let's not forget that this is not 1929 and that, in fact, what happened 91 years ago is not the same as what has happened this time. Back then, there were real problems with the economy. There were things that uh, that were allowed to fester, uh, buying stocks on margin with a tiny percentage down so that people, uh, everybody was owing money to everybody. And when, when the collapse came, everybody started foreclosing on everybody else and the markets uh, brought the whole economy down and the world suffered the great depression the worst depression ever this is not what happened this time we deliberately shut down the economy now you can certainly argue about the timing of the shutdown how much of a shutdown we needed but that's beside the point the point is that it's an artificial arbitrary shutdown there was nothing inherently wrong with this economy this was a healthy economy it had been healthy for a while to be sure and uh, economies do tend to be cyclical. But that fact notwithstanding, there was no reason to believe it was going to go down at this particular time, except that we simply said we're, we're going to shut it down. So there was nothing inherent in the way of, of flaws or weaknesses in the economy that should say, well, then it shouldn't come right back. There's no reason why it can't come back. And it is it is beginning to do just that. That's why one of the key reasons of why people vote is going to be the economy. Are they going to vote on the state of the economy? which is admittedly weakened? Or are they going to vote on the state of the recovery over which the president does have considerably more control? That's a much more fair basis for casting a ballot, but that'll help decide a great deal about just how the president does. As uh, James Carville, the uh, former uh, advisor, uh, political advisor for Bill Clinton once noted, it's the economy, stupid, and uh, it is in most years. There are always other factors that figure in, but mostly, most of the time, the economy will be the major factor, and it'll be a major factor this time. It was going to be a major factor, certainly a major plus for Donald Trump, which is why the downward nature of the economy doesn't bother Democrats one bit and why they are not, in their brief return to Capitol Hill, willing to do anything that would help out actual Americans because it might actually help out President Trump. But 
uh, again, there's no reason to think this economy can't make a turnaround. And uh, it is making a turnaround. And I think that will rebound to the president's credit. It ought to. If people are rational and reasonable, they will realize this president has been good for their pocketbooks. And that's not a bad thing. This is Jimbo for Bobby Mack at 106.3 WORD. And our time is 429. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How do you do? How do you do? Good afternoon, all. Thank you for being with us today. We, of course, uh, sit here available for your perusal if you happen to own one of those. And uh, we'd love to have you uh, check out what we have uh, going here this afternoon. Uh, just uh, give us a shout at 1-800-347-1063, 1-800-347-1063. That's the Ingalls Advantage talk line. And, of course, we have as well for you the Common Sense Retirement Planning text line 71307, 71307. And we'll check that text line again for you in a moment. Hollywood beckons. Yeah. According to last February's ratings, 93% of us are already not watching the Academy Awards. Now Oscar is wondering, how do I whittle down that last 7%? The answer, woke quotas. That is to say, we're not interested in artistic perfection. No, we must have some really weird type of uh, diversity quotas and targets. The uh, Academy has been grandly planting its face in the sidewalk by rejecting this pursuit of artistic quality in favor of a weird quota system. Okay. Let's see what all we have here. Now, this is starting in 2024. 
to even be considered for Best Picture, to even be considered, a film will have to check two of four boxes. One is to represent a glorious 21st century American diversity in its casting, a problem if your movie is set in, say, pretty much any other time and place. Another is to have two minorities or women as heads of departments. Another is affirmative action in the marketing and distribution departments. Or you can't even be considered. You can, of course, look at past Oscar winners, Best Picture winners. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm not sure that any of them would qualify. Okay, The easiest criterion to meet would be apprenticeships for members of underrepresented groups, meaning anyone but uh, uh, your, your standard... Uh, White, non-handicapped males, welcome to low-paid internships, people of color. I'm sure Hollywood race relations will feel totally chill five years from now when every uh, uh, Java boy and latte girl serving America's showbiz aristocracy is black. Soon the last surviving copy of Gone with the Wind will be locked in a vault accessible only to scholars of racism. But you'll be able to see Tara reenacted in Burbank and Culver City. Okay. Uh, they're actually going down this road. Uh, by the way, if you look at the fine print, you'll discover the new diversity standards are somewhat loose in some cases. Lots of studio execs were probably saying to themselves, uh, ah, Asians and women qualify? I already have a couple of those. And uh, let me see here. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll look into it. The... Uh, Controversy really revolves around black representation. What the Academy announced this past week isn't going to mollify its critics for long. People who fancy themselves America's most daring creative leaders will soon be cringing at another hashtag, conceding sin and publicly flogging themselves in the course of announcing yet another round of woke reforms. So there you go. It. The Academy Awards down to 93% of the audience and looking for ways that they can reduce that total even further. Uh, I'll be honest with you, I just, uh, even before the pandemic, wasn't going to a lot of movies, and uh, I don't see any need to. There are lots of good old movies back when they made movies that you can find out there if you want to watch uh, on the various cable channels or downloading or whatever you what you choose to do. But I, that just uh, hit me that uh, the Oscars, like so many people on the left... They have a hard enough time selling their agenda, and they're looking for ways to be even more exclusive. <laughs> they would hate that term, but that's exactly what they're looking for. It is it is bizarre. And uh, like I said, you can always count on the left eventually to self-destruct. I'm hoping that they self-destruct enough that we don't grant them the keys to the White House come uh, November the 3rd of this year. But... They they do look for ways, and uh, sometimes they're pretty creative at finding those ways. Incidentally, the uh, Southern Evangelical Seminary's Dr. Richard Land is applauding the Trump administration for restoring freedom to the federal workplace. The president has ordered all federal agencies to cease and desist any government training programs that include any reference to critical race theory or white privilege. Russ Voigt, the director of the Office of Management and Budget, said in a letter to federal agencies that the president recently became aware of that executive branch agencies that have spent millions of taxpayer dollars to date training government workers to believe divisive anti-American propaganda. Yeah, well, that's another part of the swamp that the president has uh, wandered into, and he has pulled the plug on that one.
There's an awful lot of swamp out there. But here's another one that is uh, is going. Um, I'll just quote uh, from more from what uh, the Southern Evangelical Seminary's uh, president, Dr. Richard Land, had to say. All Americans who embrace equality under the law should applaud the Office of Management and Budget Director's memo ordering all federal agencies to do everything possible within the law to cancel contracts or programs promoting white privilege and critical race theory. Taxpayers should never be funding programs that target or single out any one ethnic group, in this case whites, to the exclusion of other ethnic groups. Since we are all part of the one human race, it is not only immoral but likely illegal under current civil rights laws to do so, although good luck finding a judge who would go along with that. To continue with uh, Dr. Land's statement, holding mandated programs in the federal workplace where whites only are required to attend sessions where they confirm their white privilege and acknowledge complicity in racism. I'm so evil. Sounds more like a parody of a Maoist cultural revolution meeting than anything that should ever take place on American soil. I can think of nothing more corrosive to Dr. King's vision of an America where all are judged not by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. Of course, these days, Dr. King would be a racist because we're going to judge people by the color of their skin and the hell with the content of their character. So, uh, the federal government is so big. I, I know that this is, is well into the president's first term, uh, three years plus, but three and a half years plus, but... It is so big that, that it is quite possible that a president who was e eagerly seeking out various parts of the swamp might not have, have come across this. I mean, this is like covering the uh, Okefenokee Swamp with uh, a rowboat, okay? I mean, it, it's hard to cover it all. So uh, if you give the president four more years, he can uh, drain even more parts of that swamp. But uh, this is a step forward. Uh, this is nothing more than, uh, than mow-mowing uh, white employees of the federal government into acknowledging their complicity in racism. What a bogus BS concept, unless you, in fact, actually engage in racism. And I'll, I'll tell you that uh, the members of the federal bureaucracy are not a group that is, is prone to do a whole lot of that. For one thing, a good portion of the federal bureaucracy is, in fact, people of color. But... I mean, it's not exactly like they're burning crosses on the lawn in front of uh, the Department of Health and Human Services. <laughs> it's just not like that at all, okay? Uh, this is just another example of, of demanding a pound of flesh, not solutions. And by the way, most of the solutions to the real problems that face America's communities of color uh, can be found in that burgeoning economy that uh, seems to be reviving now, despite the pandemic. Uh, a lot of the problems there were economic in origin from the beginning, and a lot of them were turning around, and they will turn around again given the opportunity. So I hope that, uh, that people give due credit to the president. Of course, that will be used to beat him over the head, but uh, he deserves credit for ending those uh, uh, government training programs, indoctrination programs is what they are, re referring to critical race theory or white privilege. All right.
This is 106.3 WORD, now on 95.1 FM in Clemson, Pickens, and Seneca, 101.5 FM in Anderson, and everywhere on the Radio.com app. Jim Bohannon in for Bob McLean, where the time now is 15 before 5. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to level up your financial game? Let NerdWallet guide you with smart strategies for lasting success. Get savvy tax planning pointers to maximize your savings, money-saving travel tips for your next family getaway, and investing insights like how a 529 plan can help you send your kids to college. Unlock the key to saving to help you earn more money. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you in 2024. Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Afternoon, all. Thank you for being with us this, this afternoon. We are uh, most pleased to have you as a part of our audience, and uh, thank you for that. Bobby Max back on Monday. In the meantime, we'll keep the uh, needle bouncing and uh, keep thoughts uh, flowing hereabouts at 106.3 WORD on the Bobby Max Show, 3 to 7 p.m. weekday afternoons, and a pleasure uh, to have you uh, with us this afternoon. Uh Let's see here. There was something that I was looking for that uh, I will uh, will dredge out of the... Here we go. Let's see what we got here. Yeah. Uh, this is the notion of all the classes being held virtually. Right? Uh, students across the U.S. ran into computer glitches yesterday as they began the school year with online instruction at home because of the coronavirus, adding to the list of problems that they have... Uh, Thrust many a harried parent into the role of teacher's aide and tech support person. Yeah, parents are really equipped for that. Three of the largest school districts in Texas, Houston, Dallas, and Fort Worth, were hit with technical problems, as were school systems in places as, as far apart as Idaho and Kansas. A ransomware attack forced schools to, in Hartford, Connecticut to postpone Tuesday's start of uh, virtual and in-person classes. A blackboard company spokesman says the problems with the company's website content management system occurred because of a big morning surge in online traffic. Well, aren't you supposed to kind of anticipate that, right? Be ready for that. 
Uh, they got the system back yesterday about 1.15 Eastern, and the company was working on refining its approach to prevent further problems, and uh, they apologized for the disruption. <laughs> this is the education of our kids, many of whom are being entrusted to online education after a very disruptive and uh, tension-filled year. And, uh, yeah, you should have refined that approach maybe even before then. Just keep in mind that kids are not learning as much at home, in many cases, online. Uh, if you uh, do not have a teacher, honestly, lurking over your shoulder, a lot of kids are going to find a way not to pay attention. And that's not the, not the way it needs to be. Uh, it, we need the kids back in the classroom. There's no reason why, in most every case, you can't get kids back in the classroom if you have to have an extra uh, aid to, to help in maintaining social distance, then do so. Spread the uh, the desks apart, whatever. Uh, masks mandatory, whatever. Whatever it takes. But there are lots of ways to damage kids, and the coronavirus is only one of them. And for kids, it, of course, not as serious a consequence as many of the other things that they could very well be facing, including t learning their subject matter, the reading, writing, and arithmetic, uh, learning how to deal with other human beings, hopefully without the interference of a cell phone in between. <laughs> Kids need to be back in school. And if there is uh, an at-risk group of teachers, then maybe the at-risk group, in many cases that would be older teachers, should simply move on to handling the online teaching and let the younger teachers, the teachers less vulnerable to the virus, do the in-class teaching. That's not an impossible thing to do. It's the kind of thing where, honestly, uh, volunteers could help out uh, a great deal. And I think that many school systems may be harried and hassled enough they would accept volunteers to come in and try and help the teachers in the classroom. I would certainly hope so. By the way, if you would uh, like to uh, to help out the election process. So this is a very, very bipartisan thing that I'm going to say right here. If you would like to help out the election process, there is a way that you can do that, uh, and that is to uh, to do uh, some volunteering, uh, quite frankly. And I would hope that all uh, out there would uh, would uh, would consider this. If you would like to do something to make this as fair and accurate an election as possible couple of things. One, volunteer to be a poll worker. The poll workers, the people who are at the polls, the people who see to it that the polls open and close on time, who can answer questions about your eligibility to vote, about how you vote, those are vitally important people. Uh, and uh, we've had a number of people who have backed away from that this year because they consider themselves at risk. And many of the people, of course, who engage in such activities are, in fact, people who are uh, older, uh, they need new blood. Volunteer to be a poll worker. Trust me, you contact your local election office, uh, they'd be more than interested to talk with you. A second thing you can volunteer to do is to be a poll watcher. A poll watcher. This is a partisan position to see that the other side pulls no hanky-panky, and they'll have poll watchers too. And you watch each other, and you make sure that the count is as accurate as possible. Nothing's perfect, but it's a, a good system uh, and allowed to work. It, it will. Uh, in both cases, see your local elections office, and uh, there aren't enough of either group of people right now. So I hope that, 
that uh, a lot of folks would uh, consider that possibility. There are many people out there who uh, have additional time and they would, would like to apply it in some useful, worthwhile way. This is probably really the most important election of your lifetime right now. And in, in coming up in just 55 days, it is certainly worth your while to make yourself available. If you've got time, be a poll worker, be a poll watcher. It's not rocket science. It's not backbreaking labor. Uh, it doesn't require a, a doctorate degree, and it doesn't require you to be a rocket scientist at all. It merely requires that you be willing to put in some time and some effort to help out. Contact your local elections board and uh, think about volunteering to be a, a poll watcher and or a poll worker. All right? 1-800-347-1063. 1-800-347-1063 is our Ingalls Advantage talk line. I'm Jim Bohannon. Delighted to be filling in for Bob McLean here this afternoon, Wednesday, September the 9th. We've got more to come. Ann Robards has the latest news coming up. Stand by three minutes before 5 p.m. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. 